You're listening to a best of broadcast of the RH3 show. For more about the broadcast, please visit the RH3show.com. Everybody, this is your boy Red, host of the RH3 show. It is another great day here on the radio. Radio, <laughs> I am back, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening to that uh, previous interview that I did about uh, 10 15 minutes ago with a new. Um, new uh, personality here on WPOT Radio, that is Miss Marnita Coleman. She's a nice, very nice lady and, and very humble and, 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 you know, just so wise. And I, and I, I really enjoyed talking to her and you all going to really enjoy her broadcast, which will be premiering, like we said, uh, February the 6th, which is the first Tuesday. The first Tuesday in February, February the 6th uh, at noon during the day. And it also will repeat on Saturdays from 1.30 to 2, right before the RH3 show repeats. So, uh, we got a great lineup on Saturdays. But, um, yeah, we got a jam... When I say we got a jam-packed show today, we got a jam-packed show today. I'm going to try to finish up um, our discussion from Tuesday, y'all. We had a little um, bump of a hiccup in the uh, programming on uh, Tuesday when I got to the studio and got things, you know, going or whatever. Everything unplugged, y'all. The computer, the power, uh, internet, and it all messed up. And and once that computer gets um, unplugged, uh, unplugged and, and the power shut down and all of that it, it just it, it it's like cranking up a car and the you know won't start the battery dead that's how um our uh desktop was it was it just kept restarting it not restarting but it kept trying to uh load and 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 what's the word i'm thinking of uh restore and or restart or whatever it was but anyway it took five seconds to try to do that and it really it it takes when it does that y'all it takes about 30 minutes or so for everything to get kick started back up but anyway i'm here today and i want you all to join me in the next break uh we're gonna go ahead and get rolling with today's broadcast uh we got the inside scoop of the red coming up after this segment um after this break here and this is where that's where I give you my honest, my unscripted opinion on today's world and entertainment news. Nina Taylor will be here and is going to be here for the uh, uh, this week in gospel news. And I'm gonna after that the that'll be second after the third break after the second break. I'm gonna be here for um, 
to finish up part three of the biblical dating series and we talked about um what we were talking about just friends y'all that was part three and i wanted to do part four today but if you missed uh the interview with miss marnita um before this broadcast is going to be played at the end of today's at, at, at the end of um the last 20 minutes of my broadcast so keep it where you got it coming up next is our girl nina taylor with this week in gospel news right here on the rh3 show for more about me or the broadcast you can visit my website at the rh3 show.com i'll be back in a minute Are you looking for an experienced and passionate video production company that values your time and resources? Then look no further. 1301 Productions specializes in creative promotional concepts that promote your product, brand, or service. Our main goal is that we can help you reach your existing clients as well as potential clients successfully. Call today to set up your free estimate. 1301 Productions, creative concepts for creative clients. For more information about 1301 Productions, give them a call at 424-835-1301. Want the latest news regarding the TV, movies, sports, politics, and music industry? It is time for the Inside Scoop with Red right here on the RH3 show. Hi everybody, I'm Nina Taylor and here is your gospel news. Edwin Hawkins, trailblazer, a force behind the evolution of contemporary gospel music. Edwin Hawkins remains best known for his 1969 classic, Oh Happy Day, one of the biggest gospel hits of all time and a major pop radio smash as well. Born in Oakland, California in 1943, he began singing in his church as a youth. He was still a toddler. By the age of five, he was playing piano. Just two years later, he assumed full-time piano accompaniment duties for the Family Gospel Group. They made their recorded debut in 1957. A decade later, Hawkins and Betty Watson co-founded the Northern California State Youth Choir. It consists of the finest soloists from throughout the Bay Area to build a 50-member ensemble, which soon entered the studio to cut the 1968 LP Let Us Go Into the House of the Lord. It's modern R&B and production pointing the way to a new era of gospel music recording. Among the highlights of Let's Go Into the House of the Lord was the track Oh Happy Day, which unexpectedly found a home on underground FM playlists across the San Francisco Bay Area. The single soon began earning airplay on mainstream R&B and pop outlets across the country. In the spring of 
1999, it reached the U.S. top five and on its way to selling an astounding 7 million copies and taking home the Grammy for Best Song. By this time, Edwin Hawkins had renamed the choir the Edwin Hawkins Singers. In 1970, the ensemble did make a return appearance on the pop charts with Lay Down, Candle in the Wind. As directors of music at their Berkeley church, the Ephesians Church of God in Christ, the 50-person ensemble recorded an album to boost their finances. Edwin Hawkins remained a critical favorite in 1972. The singers won their second Grammy for Every Man Wants to Be Free. Recording throughout the remainder of the decade, in 1980, they won their third Grammy for the song Wonderful, a fourth for the song If You Love Me, followed three years later. Then in 1982, Edwin Hawkins also founded the Edwin Hawkins Music and Arts Seminar, an annual week-long convention that offers workshops exploring all facets of the gospel industry and winding up each convention each year with live performances by the Assembled Mass Choir. Although Hawkins recorded less and less frequently in the years to follow, he continued touring regularly including a series of 1995 dates with the Swedish choir Svart Pavit. His music and arts seminar continued to grow as well, with members in 2002 from the U.S., Europe, and Japan. Edwin Hawkins also recorded throughout the 2000s, releasing All the Angels in 2004 and Have Mercy four years later. Edwin Hawkins passed on January 15, 2018 in his home in Pleasanton, California. The entire gospel music industry and people from all over the world will miss Edwin Hawkins. The 33rd annual Stellar Gospel Music Awards are coming up once again and leading up to this great event we will have each week a list of the nominees. In category one here are the nominees for Artists of the Year. Anthony Brown and Group Therapy, J.J. Harrison and Youthful Praise, Tasha Cobbs Leonard and Travis Green. In category two Song of the Year, Anthony Brown for Trusting You, You Deserve It by J.J. Harrison and Youthful Praise, Hang On by Kiara Sheard, and You Waited by Travis Green. Category 3, Male Vocalist of the Year, Anthony Brown, J.J. Harrison, Marvin Sapp, and Travis Green. And Category 4, the Albertina Walker Female Vocalist of the Year, C.C. Winans, Leandria Johnson, Tasha Cobbs Leonard, and Tina Campbell. Category 5, Duo, Chorus, Group of the Year, Anthony Brown and Group Therapy, Dietrich Haddon and the Hill City Worship Camp, James Fortune and Faya, and the Williams Brothers. Category 6, New Artist of the Year, Dr. F. James Clark presents The Next Generation Choir, Gene Moore, Isabel Davis, and Corin Hawthorne. Category 7, CD of the Year, A Long Way from Sunday, Anthony Brown and Group Therapy, You Deserve It, J.J. Harrison and Youthful Praise, Heart Passion Pursuit, Tasha Cobbs Leonard, and Crossover Live in Music City, Travis Green. We'll have more of the nominees each week leading up to the 33rd Annual Gospel Music Stellar Awards. Well, that's your Stellar Award nominees and your tribute to Edwin Hawkins. I'm Nina Taylor. Let's get back to more great gospel music on this great station. Thank you, Nina, for uh, this week in gospel news. News. <laughs> uh, we are back. Well, I'm back here to give you my part of the Inside Scoop of the Red. Like the intro said, um, um, it's all about TV, movies, sports, politics, and the music industry. Um, 
it's always going down and 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 i tried to give it to you all sports whatever but um first news it is dealing with sports and lebron james becomes the seventh youngest player to score 30,000 career points um Congratulations are in order for LeBron James. The all-star athlete has officially scored 30,000 points during his career, making him the seventh and youngest player in NBA history to do so, according to VI Complex. Um, according to Complex, um, you know, the website Complex, uh, the other members of the prestigious club includes and still active Dirk Nowitzki, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, they both have 31,419. Michael Jordan, 32,292. Cobra Bryant, 33,643. Carmelone, 36,928. And the all-time leader with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with 38,387. James also has the distinction of becoming the youngest to break the 30,000 mark at 33. Bryant, the previous record record holder was 34 years old 34 years and 104 days old but yeah welcome to the 30,000 club LeBron uh James uh and you know for his you know career for his being the youngest you know to to make those career points um yes coming up next uh I don't know if y'all know Jay Holiday. Um, I don't forgot who this dude was, but um, he is attempting to make himself relevant in 2018 by attacking other artists uh, in the music for making black men lose. Come on here, Jay. Come on, come on. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Um, uh, he has a song called Ben that was in 2007. I think I remember that song now. Um, but yeah, he, he wrote on Instagram, no disrespect. I was raised by a woman. I have two older sisters, but man, I have absolute all respect for black women. But with that being said, understand this black, understand this man, black men, African-American men, men from the hood. We go through everything to make sure that who we care about are, are, are taken care of. And so <laughs> he needs to just what he need to do is worry about controlling his facebook page because man that that those facebook posts is spam so i don't know if he's controlling it but it's, it's it says an official page who knows um more about music artists uh janet jackson is headlining the essence fest 2018 along with mary j blige uh, Jill Scott and Erica Baidu. The Essence has announced this year's headliners for the Essence Festival 2018. Like I said, Janet Jackson, Mary J. Blige, Erica Baidu, and Jill Scott will have each a headlining set. Snoop Dogg and others will feature as guests along with many others in musical curation by the Roots, uh, Escape, Fantasia, and Miguel. Escape 3, which is uh, Tiny, um, Tamika, and... Uh, Tasha. And so, uh, according to NOLA, the festival includes four days of music, culture, empowerment, and entertainment. The nighttime concerts will feature more than 40 acts and will take place across five stages at the Louisiana Superdome. For the first time, the festival will also feature an Essence Super Lounge with a unique DJ curated experience with offerings by actor DJ uh, actor slash DJ Idris Elba, MC Light, and more. I forgot DJ, uh, Idris Elba was a was an actor. Uh, well, I mean, not an actor, but a, a, a DJ. 
but yeah um you know also with mc light and more like i said also for the first time the festival welcomes an interactive music experience with uh the reeds kid fury and crystal hosting the super lounge that would be cool y'all that would be cool what about you know hey one day your boy red gonna be you know hosting something over some uh you know um big thing like this so uh, hey, hey, if you can, and if that's your music genre, and if that's your type of music you listen to, check that out. Speaking of that type of music, um, in our type, um, I remember, I think it was last year, year before last, and I believe it was The Essence, um, and it was like the gospel portion, that's when, or the gospel part or whatever, and they had invited, um, let me research this real quick while I'm bringing it up, they had invited, um, uh, what is her name, um, Oh God, her name. No, my her name just is mine. Oh God, um, Kelly Price. Um, oh, excuse me. They invited her to uh, the Essence to. Uh, I believe it was the Essence to um, sing a song, and she. <sighs> she performs as we lay at the Essence festival and it was during the gospel portion of it wow kelly why why because i mean in i didn't know i was supposed to sing this stop line i reported about this um was it no it was in indiana i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry it was the indiana black Expo and singing her 2000 and uh 2000 remake of Shirley Murdoch as we like it was close to that but yeah a, a song about adultery at a gospel event y'all need to y'all need to watch what y'all doing I mean music artists it, anyway let's move on speaking of um let's move on oprah is doing that with um you know those saying that she's gonna run for president she confirms um she would not be running for president it's not something that interests me and i'm glad because i wouldn't be voting for her and that's my opinion and i'm sticking to it and hey you can vote for whoever you want but i was i mean i'll let you know straight up oprah wasn't gonna be the one i'd vote for no not just because she's you know she's a woman black or whatever I'm just not going to vote for her, and I have other reasons. But, yep, I ain't going to read what the article is about. If you want to go read InStyle Magazine, do so. She's on there with a with a nice uh, jacket on. I believe it's look like it's leather. But, anyway, she looks very, very pretty. It shows the side of her face and her back and a nice hairstyle. But, anyway, check that out. InStyle Magazine, the March 2018 issue. She's not going to be running. She's not going to be running. Before I go into um, some more music, um, the 2018, the 60th Grammy Awards will be airing on Sunday. Um... Uh, January the 28th check your local listings um, yeah they're gonna be going to be uh, airing on CBS January the 28th this coming Sunday and I have a few nominations for you all so let's get into these nominations hold on one second if I could uh, get the best R&B performance it goes to the these are the nominees Daniel Caesar for uh, Kali Eucharist featuring Kali Eucharist um, 
uh, distraction, Kalani, hot lettucey, hi. Uh, that's what I like, Bruno Mars and SZA, uh, uh, The Weeknd. Uh, best traditional R&B performance for new vocal or instrumental r uh, traditional R&B recordings. Uh, the Baylor Project, Laugh and Move On. I haven't heard of some of these folks. Childish Gambino, Red... Um, Redbone, Anthony Hamilton featuring the Hamiltons, What I'm Feeling, Lettucey, All the Way, Molly Music, Steel. Molly Music doing R&B? Interesting. Interesting. Wow. He was... Wow. Uh, let's go to the gospel. The gospel, people. Let's go to the gospel. Uh, where are we at? Hold on one second. Christian, the best gospel performance in song, Hard Not To by Eric, uh, by Tina Campbell and Warren. Um, you know, they are the writers. You Deserve It, J.J. Harrison and You For Praise. Uh, Leandria, Better Days, The Walls Group, My Life, and C.C. Winans, Dwan Hill, Alvin Love the Third are songwriters of the song Never To Be Alone. Uh, best contemporary Christian music uh, performance song goes to Casting Crowns on My Soul. And I forgot to give y'all my picks on these. Uh, for the go back for the best gospel performance song, I feel that um, uh, it will go to You Deserve It, J.J. Harrison, and You for Praise. Uh, best contemporary Christian music song performance, Oh My Soul, Casting Crowns, uh, Natalie Grant, Clean, uh, Hillsong Worship, What a Beautiful Name, Mercy Me, Even If, and Torn Wells, uh, Hills and Valley. I think it's going to go to Torn Wells. Best contemporary Christian music album, Danny Cokey, Rise, Matt Mayer, Echoes, Mercy Me, Lifer, Torn Wells, Hills and Valley. Zach Williams, Chainbreaker. Give it to Torn Wells again. Um, what else? What else? I think that is all that I'm going to cover. Uh, let's see here. I have to give y'all a rap since you know some of y'all listen to it. Best rap performance. Uh, I think that's gonna go to uh, Cardi B, Bodak Yellow. I think this is gonna be her 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 year to get pick up some good Grammys. Uh, best rap song uh, song performance will go to. Um, I, I don't even know these songs, but I give it to Loyalty by Kendrick Lamar. Best rap song, go again to uh, Bodak Yellow, Cardi B. Um, who else? Uh, best rap album will go to um, 444, Jay-Z. Hey, let's see here. And that's it. That's all I'm going to give y'all for the Grammys. And last, is it last but not least? No, not last but not least. I got uh, two more, three more. Um, Wendy Williams, y'all. Uh, when was this? This was on yesterday, I believe. But uh, unlike the rest of Hollywood, Wendy Williams says that she's sick of the Me Too movement. According to Love B. Scott, I'm sick of the Me Too movement, she says during a Hot Topic segment of her show. I love that people are speaking up for for first time and speaking out and everything. But it's now, it's now got, I look... Uh, at all men like your me too all of them and all of them which is not fair she's continued her studio audience stunned in silence and uh and they're asking everybody to at the grammys to wear a white rose in support of me too she added getting a little applause um you know and early in the show she called out the me too movement connection with r kelly there's uh grassroots movements uh to get his upcoming shows canceled and she said it's not gonna work black people are not very good at protesting not since the king's march wendy said it's not gonna work um uh 
Let's see here. Yeah, that's it. And y'all, honestly, I kind of agree with what she's saying, but she needs to watch it. She really do needs to watch it. Um, and 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 I'm going to say why I kind of agree because I might need to watch it too. But it it is is honestly it is it everything is coming out, you know, with this Me Too movement. You almost at the point of looking like every man in Hollywood is a part of this and it's not. It's some genuine folks out here that's not really, you know, hasn't done crazy stuff or, or is not doing anything or hasn't done anything. Like, like for instance, um, Matt Lauer. Who would have thought him? Russell Simmons, allegedly. Who would have thought him? You know? I mean, and, but if it has to come out, it has to come out. And speaking of, you know, you tired of it, Wendy? Your husband was, is part of this thing, too, and he's been accused allegedly. And so, y'all, it's just, you know, sometimes I, I love Wendy, and I'm a big, I've been a big fan since uh, 2001 or two or somewhere around there, but she's almost really getting to my skin y'all she's she's really getting to me and it's kind of cringing and hurtful to hear her say some of these stuff but you know i hope she get it together and i hope she slow down because wendy is not looking good man it's not you know it's not if y'all in if y'all uh uh like the four and that is a competition show almost like american idol whatever and, and the voice and all of that but it's four is megan trainer uh sean diddy combs um dj khaled and who else is the um uh who else is i don't know the guy's name but uh what is his name um charlie walgan he's the president of the republic group he's a music uh producer president or whatever so um yeah if y'all are interested in these uh singing competitions check it out it's just like american idol they're in their third week i have not yet seen it so that's why i keep telling y'all to check it out because maybe y'all some of y'all are like me haven't seen it you know it comes on Fox tonight, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7%, 7 p.m. Central on Fox. Check your local listings when it comes on and what channel, whatever. But um, last but not least, y'all, it's a disgrace that the U.S. Uh, um, the disgrace team USA Olympics gymnast uh, Dr. Larry Nassar sentenced to 175 years in prison. When he get in there, y'all... I hate to say it, but they gon' they. It's not gonna look good for him. But just uh, Rosemar- Rose Rosemary and Quilla, who opened her courtroom to all the young women who wanted to address Dr. Nazar directly, forced him to listen as he pleaded pleaded to make it stop. Hands down, saying to him, "You've done nothing to deserve to walk outside." Um, uh, outside of a prison again it is my honor and privilege to sentence you and she said nothing she said noting the length of the sentence added I just sentenced your death warrant but um, let me see wow wow I didn't know that he pleaded you know I'm not going to read all of it but hey it is what it is man you know you, you deserve to ride in prison you deserve to ride in prison and hey 
There it is. Y'all, I'm going to come back and uh, bring the Real Talk with Red discussion. And I'm going to finish up the second part of part three, the biblical dating series that we're on. And we're talking about just friends. I keep it where you got it. It is the RH3 show. I'll be back in a minute. and be improvement no job too big or too small heaven knows we do it all from carpet cleaning to house turnover deep scrubbing and more carpet restoration we give you what you ask for reliable reasonable prices you can't beat let us serve you in all your cleaning needs for we are dependable and neat call 301-379-5939 kevin best www.knbimprovement.com Every Wednesday at 5 p.m., tune in to the Restoring Your Life Today radio broadcast with Pastor Alfie Lewis of the Restoration Bible Church. Find out what is going on in our community and learn more about God's Word. Be restored and tune in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. If you are a new listener to WPOP Radio, Pastor Alfie Lewis comes on every Wednesday at 5 p.m. and also a repeat broadcast um, Saturdays at, let me see, 4 p.m., 4 to 5. So, beginning February the 6th, um, the Marnita Show will uh, repeat on Saturdays from 1.30 to 2. The RH3 Show from 2 to 4. And then Pastor Alfie from 4 to 5. And yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go ahead and keep on moving. We don't have much time here. I have at least about uh 10 minutes so let's let's get kicking uh where do we stop at on uh let's see here let's see here hold on just a second let me see where we find uh i should have marked it okay i think i know where we're at um excuse me we were talking about friendship that invites uh confusion and frustration and again like let me backpedal if you are new to this series of the uh real talk with red discussion we've been talking about the biblical dating series and throughout this series we're going to talk about um you know what it is a christian how us single christians channel through dating as a christian and so first we talked about the differences between um modern dating and biblical or secular dating and biblical or put it worldly dating or biblical it was just a toss between and that's what uh you know we were conversing and talking about okay and so that was part one part two was men initiate women respond that could be a plethora of people whether it be christian um worldly secular whoever fellas you have to jump in and do what you got to do to tag her i'm talking to myself red and um this third part which i wanted to do it all on um 
on Tuesday's broadcast, but I couldn't. And so, hey, we're going to keep it moving. We were talking about, you know, just friends. And, you know, this is actually the start of it. After men uh, initiated, women respond and say, okay, let's do this. Okay, we're starting off with friendship. And this just friends is how we can stay, you know, we should stay focused and don't give uh, uh, our friends husband privileges or wife wife privileges don't give our boyfriend or girlfriend husband or wife privileges or don't give the fiance husband or wife privileges you don't even give your baby mother or father or even side piece husband and wife privileges stay friends and stay focused on you know uh cultivating this relationship and don't get into areas of this friendship to where you can get confused she can get confused he can get confused and advice and it invites frustration into the relationship so you know intimate friendships i'll go into this between men and women almost produce confusion and frustration for at least one of the parties involved and i mentioned that on um you know tuesday but yet even with deep communication going on at least one of these aspects of these friendships inherently involves mixed messages no matter how clear or one or both of you have defined what's happening as just friends your actions are constantly saying i enjoy being with you and interacting with you in a way that suggests marriage or at least uh romantic uh interaction or romantic attraction but um you know it goes on to you know to state that uh there uh um what if one person develops romantic feelings in a relationship in which no clear words have been spoken such as the desire of the other person are mystery it's uh especially if it's the woman in the position as it seems to be in case more than not that she will likely feel that if she pushes for something more than friendship she may lose the interaction and companionships she currently has still given the desire for her husband and perhaps that to have this man as her husband the status quo of just really good friends but nothing more for some odd reason will leave her unsatisfied frustrated and confused we i've seen it all y'all i've seen it and heard it and read such frustration and her playing out many times over and over and over again you want to mate you want more than friends but you don't want to say something because you don't want the 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 um the uh you're just really good friends or you don't want the 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 friendship to break up or whatever you know but certainly a man can find himself in a similar position with a woman he's attracted to but given his obligation to be clear and in, intentional with the woman and to initiate the type of friend relationship he truly desires he arguably has placed or has kept himself in such a position he simply is between a rock and a hard place in the same way as a woman is you know i mean of course it happens he's in that place <laughs> y'all this this is one of my biggest problems and and you know i'm i'm during these discussions y'all real talk with red discussion is real talk i get transparent and i talk to you all and converse with you all and in order for me to you know get a response out of you all in order for me to you know to speak with you all i get real with it and and i converse with y'all and i want y'all to do the same so it's like a practice what you preach and you know if if 
you know, I'm telling you all something. I want y'all to see it in me as well. Case in point, uh, Derek Jackson. This dude, I say about 90% of the time, 93% of the time, bash men and, you know, he, you know, he glorifies women, but he bash men, you know, while doing it. And that's not right. But anyway, why I say that to say this, he needs to start practicing what he preached. That's that's it. Point point blank. Period. I need to hurry up because it's about time for me to uh, get up out of here. And uh, coming up next is that interview earlier today with um, the new uh, radio host here on W Pop with Miss Marnita. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, go ahead and, and and skip to some of these parts. But um. Enjoying the uh, convenient, delaying the good. Let's assume, y'all, for the sake of argument, that your intimate friendship is one of those rare jewels that is uh, devoid of the potential for hurt and confusion. There's nothing. There's another drawback, such as uh, to such friendship. They discourage marriage. Men and women who are not called to long-term singleness and celibacy have a strong desire for companionship with a member of the opposite sex. This is good and right. But as I talked before and mentioned before, scripture seems to consider marriage and children to be normal part of progression towards biblical manhood and womanhood. But um, in the past, both sexual immorality and intimate male-female relationships were much uh, less accepted and less common in society. Men and women move more deliberately toward marriage earlier in life. I wish I would have been one of those males, you know. But hey, God has a plan. And he, you know, maybe my plan, my desire and thoughts was that. But maybe he had other plans for me. But by offering a taste of companionship and interaction that makes marriage so satisfying with none of the accompanying commitments or responsibilities entailed in marriage, intimate friendships discourage the pursuit of the grown-up, God-intended outlet for marriage desire, uh, for marital desires, marriage. This is especially in, in especially so in a culture and church that struggles with widespread sociology trend in its young adults known as perpetual adolescence. Friendship with a context of community, y'all. So I'm saying that in uh, I'm against the idea of relationship growing outside of Christian relationship. Am I saying that uh, friendship among single brothers and sister has no place? Am I saying that single men and women need to shun one another? Speaking the other words, will you date me? Followed by yes or no? Absolutely not. In fact, I will would argue, y'all, that dating or courting relationships ideally grow out of friendship among co-laborers in the gospel. The question is, what those friendship looks like practically? Y'all just be aware that friendship is no more and no more a forum to play married than a dating relationship is. If you find that you are consistently showing one of the, your opposite sex Christian friends more one-on-one attention than all the others, whether in conversation or through invitations out, it's probably y'all time for one some clarification of intentions and most likely a change in the status of the relationship to something more overtly committed or two a change in the way you interact with that person 
beyond that y'all godly singles adults godly single adults will have to work this out on a case-by-case basis and that's all that i have for y'all for this part three y'all coming up next tuesday we will discuss navigating the early stages of the relationship and we'll get into that and you know hey it's more so on the men but hey women you know and more so on the men but men also have to say okay is this somebody who i want to continue to do this with or whatever and women hey is he doing what he's supposed to do as providing or not you know not so much right now or showing signs of he's a good provider i'll be talking all about that on tuesday but i'm gonna go ahead and take a quick commercial break then i'm going to play this uh uh interview with uh miss marnita coleman from the marnita show which will be airing on tuesday february the 6th throughout this year and uh repeating on saturdays at 1.30. Keep it where you got it. It is the RS3 Show. I'll be back after this interview to close out today's broadcast. I'll be back in a minute. You're listening to a best of broadcast of the RH3 show. For more about the broadcast, please visit the rh3show.com. K and B improvement. No job too big or too small. Heaven knows we do it all. From carpet cleaning to house turnover, deep scrubbing and more. Carpet restoration, we give you what you ask for. Reliable, reasonable, prices you can't beat. Let us serve you in all your cleaning needs, for we are dependable and neat. Call 301-379-5939. Kevin Best www.kandbimprovement.com You're listening to the RS3 Show. You can visit my website at therh3show.com. What's going on, everybody? This is your boy Red, host of the RH3 Show, right here on WPOP Radio. And uh, this is a special interview that we have on today before I come on later at 6 o'clock. And we have a uh, new face here of WPOP, a, a broadcaster that will be uh, starting with us on the first Tuesday in February, uh, February the 6th at noon. So um, I want to you all to join me and welcoming uh, Miss Marnita Coleman to W Pop uh, from the Marnita Show. Marnita, how are you doing on today? I am doing great. Awesome. Hi, everybody. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, Marnita. I, I learned from a um, 
I'm going to tell you, I, and I say this all the time, and, and as a interviewer, I learned this from actually uh, Wendy, because Wendy Williams, I've been listening to her since, you know, she's been on radio, and I've heard that, she, you know, she okay. always said that uh, as an interviewer, um, your audience know you, but they don't know your, the, the person you're interviewing, so without me doing too much talking, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and, and you know, we're going to get to know you, so uh, tell us everybody, tell everybody out there who uh, Marnita is. Well, basically, Marnita is uh, someone who is interested in change, um, and I'm anointed, as you know, uh, to teach parenting, mm -hmm. and so God has really given me this amazing gift uh, of insight into parenting, and I'm just happy to get out there and, and spread the word, but I, I love people. I'm, all my life, I've loved people. I'm, I'm a people watcher. I'm the girl that's sitting in the chair uh, on the at the party watching everybody. I'm having a ball, and everybody else is having a ball, and they think I'm not having a good time because I'm sitting around watching them, but I love people, always love people. I'm very compassionate person. I uh, just want to see people change and really want to introduce Jesus to the world. You know, I don't want to introduce Christianity. I want to introduce Jesus. And that's what, and you know what, that's exactly, you know, that's mainly one of my platforms as a, you know, radio host. And also, you know, in my personal life, I'm a uh, deacon, but I'm training to be a, um, I'm going through, you know, a uh, training to be a minister. But um, that's what I tell folks, you know, set the, the you know, the mindset of, 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 you know, Christianity and the religious aspect, just show who Jesus is and, you know, what he did or whatnot and, and let people know who Jesus is and and let them see him through you. You you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. That's what we need to meet. We need to meet Jesus. Exactly. You know, uh, people created this church phenomenon. You know, this, uh, they, they created, you know, that whole church scene. I mean, sure, we are the church as the Bible describes us, but not as the world describes us or how we've described ourselves. You know, we are followers of Christ. Mm -hmm. He's a king. We're, mm -hmm. we're subjects in his kingdom. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not, uh, you know, just people who attend uh, an organization, you know, once or twice a week. Right. We're more than that. Mm-hmm much more exactly and you know he, he says it um you know for us to go out in the world and preach the gospel to every creature so you know we just more than you know body inside the the sanctuary or you know whatever go out and do what we're right. called to do what we're called to do and speaking of doing what uh we're called to do how did you get into radio and you know how did the marnita show come about um, two different questions. How I got into radio, this mm -hmm. is so funny because uh, just one day I said, you know, I was looking in the mirror mm -hmm. <laughs> and I said, I, I want to do radio. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just dropped into my heart just as plainly as that. Mm -hmm. No no background in radio. I didn't know if I could do it or not. Mm -hmm. And so I, I started out, I, I went over to, uh, I knew some people in the industry and I said, well, I think I'm going to go over to Radio 1. Mm -hmm. And see if I can't get, you know, uh, get in over there. Mm -hmm. And of course, I didn't know, you know, like I said, it just kind of dropped in my spirit. So right. I wasn't thinking, oh, you know, people go to school for this. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, by and by, I, I got picked up. Um, I did get an opportunity to uh, work in radio at Radio 1. Mm -hmm. And I kind of 
built, you know, the Lord built me up from there. You know, we kind of built that thing up from there. I became Jeff Major's producer of his uh, Sunday Morning Joy show. It was syndicated. And then from there, went over to WEAA in, in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, Morgan State University's Gospel Grace. Went over there and loved it. I mean, just, I said, oh my God, radio is just amazing. You know, um, from there. And then I began, like, as my parenting ministry really took um, took faith, mm-hmm. you know, because you're, you're giving advice to people and you're not even calling yourself a ministry. You're just a go-to kind of a person. People call up when they need help right. uh, or something, need advice, right? So it's not even a ministry. It's not even real. And so we just continued to, to, to develop it. And then the more the Lord would give me to do, I did, you know. So next thing I knew, man, I had, I had like a, a bunch of notes and you know, information. I said, you know, we could do some parenting classes. <laughs> we could teach parenting classes. And I said, well, before I teach anybody, let me go get taught. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I went and I, I took parenting classes. Right. And it was nothing like what I was thinking, you know. And I said, oh my God, this is a structured format. And it's mm-hmm. absolutely amazing, the information that they're giving out. And so I didn't just take one class. I took several classes. Mm-hmm. I took several classes, and then I began to structure what the Lord gave me mm-hmm. so that it was more, pa- you know, palatable to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how it kicked off. It was birthed out of those those times of just wanting to be available and to help other people. And, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves was that I'm a mom of two. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest pet peeves I've had was that parents always seem to want to get rid of their kids. Right. And and when I was, uh, you know, parenting, my kids are now over 21, both of them, but I'm still parenting. But the point is, is that when they were younger, I didn't want my kids to, I didn't want them to go to King's Dominion without me. Mm-hmm. You know, not because I was a helicopter mom, because I was going to be on the roller coaster. We were going to have our hands in the air, waving them like we just don't care. Exactly. You know, it, it was going to be a day out. It was going to be fun. And whenever I would go places that, uh, you know, new, new places where the kids weren't, I would say, oh my God, I wish the kids were here. They could see this and they could experience that. And, and these wonderful people, we've never met people like this before. And, you know, I would always want them to have the exposure that I had. Mm-hmm. And so when people, when parents would say, oh yeah, girl, I can't wait for my kids to go away. I would think, really? Wow. Exactly. Oh. You know, that was just very strange to me. So, um, that was one of my biggest pet peeves. So I really wanted to connect parents with children. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's critical that you connect with your kids. Exactly. They have to have lasting memories. Exactly. I understand that. And, and I hear a lot, you know, I'm not a parent, but I, I you know, help my sisters and my brother raise uh, their, uh, you know, children and collectively 17 nieces and nephews. And I have like three godchildren. So, I, wow. I, you know, is I understand, you know, understand and I see it through through them and, and, you know, what my pastor, what she teaches. And of course, you know how my mother did. But, you know, I understand that it's a it's a joy. And, and I hear a lot of those parents, you know, that say you know i can't wait that my kids get out of school or or why do they have another um two hour delay they can't go to school well wait a minute they're doing a two hour delay probably because you know something harmful could be you know whatever you rushing to get your kids out the door spend that quality time with them 
I think you're you're absolutely right. But we've been taught wrong. Mm -hmm. We've been taught we've been taught wrong, and we've been taught wrong in some places across the pulpit. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't value children the way we should. We haven't really seen them the way that God God sees them as the next generation, Mm -hmm. and He is allowing us the opportunity mm-hmm. <laughs> to shape them and mold them and disciple them. He's allowing us the opportunity to do that. And, you know, we have taken on a, uh, a worldly world view mm-hmm. in that respect. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah, I'm going to raise my kids to be law-abiding citizens. Well, yeah, God wants them to be law-abiding citizens, but he wants them to be disciples of Christ first. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, because if they're disciples, they're going to be law-abiding citizens. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, he wants us to get the, the, the understanding the, uh, of, of raising up people that you absolutely love right. and directing their lives and, and just sitting back and being, getting that fulfillment mm-hmm. when you see your kids, you know, really developing into Christ, mm-hmm. into the character of Christ, because that's the best person they could ever be. Exactly. Um, with your show, the Marnita Show, do uh, are, is there a a flagship station or a a you know a home base that you do your show out of, or is just pre recorded? Well, the show at this time is pre recorded. We started in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, this gentleman. Um, uh, I don't know, what do I say? He chased me for almost a whole year. Uh-huh. Do this show, you gotta do this show. Yeah. And so I said, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's do it. You know, and so we started the, the show out of Toronto. Um, it is, at the moment, it's pre-recorded mm-hmm. because that's um, something that I can really uh, commit to. Exactly. You know, I can do it when I have the time to do it um, and it doesn't really interrupt my schedule um, at the moment. But I do see that it's growing. I want to do it live Mm -hmm. so I don't think it's going to be much longer before it's it's live Um, because live is more fun Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's more fun. And I feel, you know, I've, I've grown into radio and I'm, you know, you know, loving it. And it's just like, it's just a warm feeling. You're just sitting there talking and just talking about what you love to do and, and you know, having guests on to, you know, carry the conversations back and forth, you know. Well, yeah. Shift gears for a minute. Got the technical part. You guys, y'all know who Marnita is and her show, you know, is and, and what her, you know, drive behind that. But um, um, I, Marnita, with my guests here and, you know, Sometimes I interview and I play a little uh, game with them called Fave 7 to get to, you know, know them a bit more. So I'm going to ask you a few uh, small, quick questions and, you know, it's like a favorite question. So uh, first question would be, what is your favorite TV show? Shark Tank. Shark Tank. I love it. What about Uh your favorite song? Um, my favorite song, you're gonna laugh. Oh, God, can I hear your favorite song, Gospel Radio? Go ahead. It's, go ahead. Um, well, go ahead. Like, go ahead. Okay, it's, it's what is it, Reignition? Who, who is it by? Uh, what's, what's his name? It's by um, Rob, uh, what's his name? Kelly. Oh, my God, I can't even. R. Kelly. Yes, I love it. Kelly. I know. I oh, lo- my hey. God. Yeah, we... Yeah. Am I actually saying that? Yeah. Uh, that's... Hey, <laughs> I love it. Um, speaking of, you know, are we into uh, music, uh, your favorite music artist of any genre, you know, country, gospel, you know, R&B, whatever. Okay, my favorite artist 
wow, that's a good one because I have a lot of artists that I admire mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say it would probably be the old school guys out of Motown. Right. Um, maybe the, I don't know, the, the OJs. I'll go with the OJs. I love them. I love them. Okay, <laughs> Sam Cooke, all of them around that era. I love it. They were singing for a living, man. They, they had to do what they had to do. Uh, your favorite sport or sport <laughs> team, if you follow sports? I do follow sports, and um, I love football, and my favorite team still, I'm yet holding on, y'all, uh, is the Baltimore Ravens. I'm yet holding on. My whole family, my, it's four of us and my, my mom's children, and I'm I'm a Redskin fan. One sister is a uh, Tom Brady fan, and uh, another sister, she's a um, um, New Orleans Saints, and my brother, he he's a Raven fan, so he's he's right along when they're with you. <laughs> Yes, favorite court TV show. Of course, Judge Judy. Yes, Judge Judy, legendary. My mother's state court. That's funny. Some things yeah, that she's Judy. saying. Uh, favorite restaurant. Say that again. Oh. I, I was saying my mother, she quotes a lot from Judge Judy. She Everybody loves Judge Judy. Oh, yeah, Judge Judy is she's all the way live. Um, my favorite restaurant would be a restaurant called Brio. Mm-hmm. Rio. Rio is, is in downtown Baltimore. Excellent food. Totally delicious. Everything there is good. What do they serve there? They serve anything from steak to seafood. Wow. It's all very, very delicious cuisine. I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm a foodie. So, I'm, hey, when I go back to visit family or whatever, I'm gonna have to go try that, try the restaurant Brio. Lastly, being that you give great advice and, um, you know what your show is, one advice or an encouraging word you would give to our listening, listening audience. Um, I would say more than anything at this time in our lives. Get to know who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. It's critical mm-hmm. because He's going to be the the lifeboat that takes us into eternity. And you know the whole world is just upside down, man. You know they've got culture uh, that's driving this generation. But we who are the church, the ecclesia, we have to have a focus and we have to know who God is. And you really got to know Him. You got to know His personality. You know, what, what he would do and what he wouldn't do. You know, people are saying all kind of stuff. You know, they're, they're, they're telling lies on Jesus. You know, and they're saying, oh, Jesus, if Jesus were alive today, he would be uh, in agreement with this. No, he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? You know, so that's my advice. Get to know Jesus. Get to know his heart. Get to know his hand. Get to know his face. But get to know Jesus. And then when you get to know Jesus... Tell somebody about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Don't tell them about how good your church service was. You tell them how good Jesus is every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. <laughs> every day. Every day, yeah. That that reminds me of a, a song, you know, by Charles Jenkins, Just to Know Him. I love that song. And, just and, to know him. And, you know, it, it, it's something just to get to know Jesus. Well, yes, it is. Well, that's uh, all that we have. Uh, Marnita, is there anything else you want to uh, say to our audience or, you know, give out your, you know, your contact information? And by the way, audience members, uh, everybody, uh, her information is going to be on the website. Um beginning on Sunday, I believe. So everything is going to be, you know, live then and, you know, we're going to start promoting her for the show or whatever. So go ahead, uh, Marnita, give your, you know, your, your closing thoughts or um, your contact information. 
well, you know what? Listen to the show. Um, it's, it's fun. It's funny. You know, it's so funny. Sometimes I'll be saying things. And I'm like, am I really saying that? You know, the Holy Spirit will just drop stuff in my spirit. And then when I go back and listen to the show, it ministers to me. You know, we, we try to make the show palatable. I like to use that word palatable so that everybody can kind of find themselves there. It's funny, but it's true. It's based on truth. And so I would say just, you know, listen to the show. Send me an email. You can go to my website, I am Marnita. I am Marnita.com and just shoot me an email say I love you hey I hate you it doesn't matter you know say something and then I can address it you know uh, but listen to the show give us a shot we're, we're trying to really uh, do some great things right here on WPOP Radio your number one inspiration with thoughts for heart and soul music <laughs> yes. I love it. Yes, I, I love it too, and I can't wait to, um, you know, like I said, a long-lasting relationship because I, I really enjoy um, listening to your, um, you know, the clips that you have has sent to us, you know, to, to review or whatever. Mm-hmm. Great show, you guys. Great show. So please listen to Miss Marnita with the Marnita Show beginning on February the sixth at twelve uh, at twelve noon and repeated broadcast every Saturday uh, of that week. What's heard on Tuesday is going to be repeated again on Saturday at 1.30. I'll be back in a moment to close out today's broadcast. Keep it where you got it. It is the RH3 Show, www.therh3show.com. Have you heard? There's a new show coming to WPOP Radio. It's called The Marnita Show. It airs on Tuesdays at noon and Saturday at 1.30 p.m. Tell Dottie, Lottie, and everybody to tune in. It's going to change their lives. I guarantee it. All right, you all, it is time for me to go. It's been time for me to go. Know that I love you for real. And always remember to live every day, laugh every moment, and love beyond words. If you've missed this week's broadcast, of course, you can check it out on Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. I'm out of here, and I'll see y'all on live Tuesday here at the same time, 6 to 7 p.m. Check my podcast out, Google Play Music, Apple iTunes, Pocket Cast, or Anchor.fm. Search The RS3 Show. I love you all for real, and I'll see y'all the next appointed time. Talk to y'all. Peace.
<laughs> See you later. This has been an encore presentation, a best of broadcast of Arch 3 Productions. For more about me or the broadcast, you can visit my website at thearch3show.com.